In a world where people are famous for doing nothing, we're here to discover the ordinary individuals who take giant leaps to do something extraordinary. Welcome to Moving Forward. Hello, everyone. This is John Lynn with Moving Forward, and today my guest is Mr. Greg Day, known to media circles as Urban Anime, a writer, director, filmmaker, and animator based out of Richmond, Virginia. Greg attended North Carolina A&T State University and later moved to Richmond where he worked as an architectural designer for several years. Following this, Greg started Urban Anime Media Works, originally conceived as a web design and animation hub and later a production company for live action films. From there, Greg created his first web series, Adjourned, a legal drama which ran for four seasons, and three more web series before making the jump to television. Among Greg's television portfolio includes Kissing Frogs, which aired on the CW Richmond, and Dirty South the Series on the MyTV network. Greg is now currently gearing up to produce his next television project, The Ladies of Bourbon Avenue, and is working on several live action and anime-based projects. Welcome, welcome, Greg. How are you today? I'm good. Thank you. All right. Well, it is great to have you on the program. I'm really excited to uh, hear a little more about your extraordinary story and share it with our listeners. So let's go ahead and dive right in. I only gave a very, very brief overview of your extraordinary background. So I was wondering if you could start out by telling us a little bit more about yourself. Fill in the professional and life resume for our listeners, if you will. Okay. As you stated, I attended North Carolina A&T, originally architectural engineering, which I was doing pretty well for several years. But in 2003, I came up with that idea because I've always been into anime, Japanese anime. I have like extensive collection of all the original stuff that you see now that's being redone. But I've had like, I have like the Japanese version. So... <laughs> and I wanted a to true, do, true collector. Exactly. And I wanted to do kind of a an urban anime, kind of an American urban spin on the anime collection. So that's when I came up with urban anime. I started working on a couple of different little animation shorts like, and posting them on places like Newgrounds or just anywhere online because this was pretty much pre-YouTube at the time. And then in 2005... While I was looking up some software for improving animation, I came across a fan film, mm. a Star Wars fan film called Revelations. And actually, it gave me a revelation, <laughs> pun intended. Because, <laughs> I mean, when I saw it, it was a live action. It was like one of the best fan films I had ever seen. I was like, this is like, you know, George Lucas level. Yeah. What they put into commitment to it. And I told myself, I can do that. And it, I was working with a few actors or aspiring actors in my field at the time. So I reached out to these people. That's how I germ began. And believe it or not, even though I was very green to the production world, I would ask people. I wouldn't even cast like casters, casting directors or have auditions. I would be out and about, and I would see somebody has a good look. So I would walk up to them and ask. And it turns out that all the original cast members were actors, people I just approached randomly. Like, you know, you have a good look. You ever done any acting? And they all had, like, extensive resumes. They were all trying to be actors. So I was like, I was very fortunate with that. That's awesome, Greg. I want to actually go back a little bit. So you started out in architectural design. You went to college. You ended up in a very professional position. Did you have any background in filmmaking? What was the leap that you made going from a very traditional career to becoming a media entrepreneur and a filmmaker? I didn't have any formal training. However, the church 
first that I attend, I still attend. We have a media apartment. Mm. Um, we, I mean, we do a live broadcast. Now, originally, I had joined them to work on their website because all their media and arts were tied together. So I joined the media to work on the website. Well, I never saw one day working on the website, but they threw me in the control room and showed me, you know, the ends of that broadcast television. So I've actually been working with them for about 10 years now. So that when I started Adjourn, Adjourn was kind of a hobby because I had seen several other web series back then. And I, I wanted to do it. I love the conviction in that statement. I wanted to do it. And that's something that I think is really important for our listeners is that you don't necessarily have to spend years and years going the traditional route. That if you feel the drive, if you feel the inspiration to do something, just do it. And I love the story of your casting that you just went up to people and said, hey, you have a good look. Have you ever done any acting? And it sounds like you've been able to surround yourself with people of the same high energy and the same creative spirit. And and to be able to accomplish several web series and television programs, I think that's pretty incredible. Just from volunteering with your church group to get that experience, I think is really cool. And it's actually led to some things because while working with them on their weekly broadcast of our services, we actually won a telly in 2005. Oh, that's awesome. And I love the fact that you were also at that same year inspired by a fan film. And actually, you just reminded me that science fiction fan films have been around now for over a decade. It's kind of hard to believe because I still think of them as fairly recent. But this phenomenon has been with us for a long time now. And it's jump-started a lot of filmmaking careers. So I think it's really cool to hear that that's where you got your inspiration. Oh, yeah. I'm a big sci-fi fan, even though I've only done a, a limited number of sci-fis, which I plan to change in the near future. But uh, I believe after I saw the Star Wars, because I'm a huge Star Trek fan. So, <laughs> of course, immediately I went looking for Star Trek after that. It's great to hear a little bit about your inspiration from science fiction. But, Greg, I want to transition now and talk about your passion, your life's passion, your career passion. So you've talked about filmmaking, you've talked about anime, you've talked about science fiction. What is your core passion in life? And how did you discover this passion in your life? My core passion, if I had to package everything, is being creative. Mm. That's what I mean. That's been with me since I've been alive. Because, <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm an artist, so I've always been drawing. I mean, it really began in comics. When I was younger, I, I collected comics religiously. I would draw them. And at one point, I even considered a career in comics. But the drive wasn't there to keep me going like it is in film and animation and television. I mean, it's, the, it's just the ability to create. Mm. When I wake up, I have about 100 different ideas every morning. That's <laughs> for awesome. For something new. So I just and, and I, I feel the need. I have to get this out. Well, Greg, as a creative person, as someone who is in production, has so many artistic endeavors, so you mentioned you wake up every morning with a hundred ideas, and I know this is very common for people who are creative. You have a lot of energy, you have a lot of ideas. How do you pick and choose which ideas to translate and to actually run with? Yeah, that's a good question. And it's not an easy task because I like all my ideas, but I find, I think, Personally, for myself, the idea that I keep running back to, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah like I have absolutely. a one, I, I might have 10 ideas and then, but the one, number three is like, okay, I'm starting to envision this one a little more than the rest. And I start, then I start putting it all together a little more than the rest sort of fade off to the side. I mean, they're there or maybe a, a later date. It might just come from anything. I might just be sitting in my truck 
And all of a sudden, I see something. I'm like, yo, you know, that's kind of what I was thinking about when I was doing this idea. And it just inspires me to continue to with that idea. And so in other words, it's those ideas that won't leave you alone. The ones that keep coming back to you exactly. throughout the day. Yeah, I think that's a exactly. really, really important takeaway. And I think that's something that our listeners can really learn from is that you may have a lot of different ideas about what you want to do with your life, but it's the ones that will keep bugging you, the ones that won't leave you alone. Those are the ones that you really want to explore and exactly. put some time and energy into to see if you can develop it into your passion. And it sounds like that's something you do on a daily basis. So I think that's a great takeaway. I think it's a great exercise. I think it's a great discipline that a lot of people can really learn from. Well, Greg, I really appreciate that. And I want to dig a little deeper now. Is there a time in your life where you failed or faced what seemed like a huge insurmountable challenge, but that ended up being part of your road to success, a turning point or a valuable learning lesson for your life and your career? I face those challenges all the time, but mm. the I think uh, as far as the film television for career goes, the uh, pivotal point would have been 2009. I had been married. I had just got divorced. Well, actually, technically, I was separated at the time. Mm. My then wife had moved out. I wasn't working in the field because of the market crash in 08, so I was unemployed. A daily struggle just to get by type thing. Wow. <laughs> That's when the idea to do a television show hit me. Hmm. Which made little sense at all. I was like, okay, you have no budget. <laughs> you have no job. You've never even done a television show. You've done a web series. So, But it hit me. That drive kept me going. Because I do remember my car breaking down. <laughs> wow. So I didn't even... <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, when it rains, it pours. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you could have scripted a more poignant scene. But I was at the bottom. Well, Greg, I know there are a lot of people listening to this who may be at that point in their life right now or have experienced that. And, and so what kept you going? Can you unpack a little bit about the idea that came to you for a series? Was it based off of what was happening in your life at the time? Or was it a different idea that just kind of kept you going and pushed you forward? I would say it's kind of a different idea because the show premise itself dealt with five women who kept finding the wrong man. Mm. <laughs> so, and I believe if I remember correctly, I was sitting watching television and it was, it was ABC at the time, the network I was watching. I, I don't even recall what I was watching, but the name Kissing Frogs popped in my head. And whenever I write a show or a series or whatever, I always envision what network I want it to be on. <laughs> well, I can see it on. That's great. Then I sat down and just started writing, and it came together, and it just it just flowed together. <laughs> well, I think that's an important process that you have just identified is the visioning process. That if you have an idea, take that idea and envision where you want it to be. And I think that's a really, really critical tool to really keep you inspired and keep you moving forward. Absolutely. So, what advice would you have for people who? are kind of hitting that rock bottom point and are maybe they have an idea that pops into their head and uh, having gone through that experience what would you say was something that helped you throughout that process or that period in your life well my faith kept me going but um just do it just do it i mean really that's just just do it whether you succeed or don't succeed that's awesome truthfully once you've done it you've already succeeded <laughs> so. yeah that's absolutely true and i think that's a huge 
huge knowledge burst that you've just shared. That's really critical. I think that's really important. I think a lot of people kind of get stuck in their own heads. They overthink things, but I love that takeaway. Just do it. Well, Greg, let's talk a little bit about your life influences. So the next question is a two-part question. And first, is there any particular media, and I'm excited to ask you this because you've done so much in media, has there been a particular movie, book, television series, song, or play that has been greatly influential in your life? Honestly, I'm going to say Star Trek. Star Trek. Any particular version of Star Trek? Any iteration of it? The original, of course. But Mm. Star Trek, first of all, it shows unity. Mm-hmm. That everyone worked. I mean, it didn't matter what color, race, whatever. That's why Gene Roddenberry was a visionary. It shows that we can all get along, and it also shows what we can achieve once we all get to once we all get on the same page. Absolutely, and it's interesting because I think Gene Roddenberry had a very similar background as you did. He didn't have any formal training in television production or film, but he had this idea, and this idea that kept bugging him to do wagon train to the stars and that's what led to star trek and yeah. as everyone knows it's endured for we're coming up on i think the 50th anniversary so it, it all starts exactly. with that idea i would say he would be a big influence because i've seen all his works from all the star trek show andromeda to earth final conflict and he kept his vision intact while he did mm-hmm. everything yeah. And that's what I like. I like the fact that he kept his vision intact. Well, actually, Greg, I think you may have answered the second question, which is, is there a person that has left a lasting impression on you finding your career path and passion? So would you say it was Gene Roddenberry? I would say Gene Roddenberry, and I would also go with uh, George Lucas. George Lucas, wow. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, another visionary and another just trendsetter. Because one thing about me, and I don't like following the trend, mm-hmm. you can't get noticed being the same number as everyone else, so to speak. Yeah. And his movies throughout time, whether it was Star Wars to Indiana Jones, they always set a different trend. They changed how Hollywood did things. They transcended the status quo, if you will. They were definite game changers, and you can see their influences today in all of the modern uh, science fiction and adventure and action films that we see. Hey, Moving Forward listeners. If you're enjoying today's episode, consider supporting the podcast. You can purchase a copy of the Corporate Clichés Adult Coloring Book or try out Amazon Prime or Audible using one of my affiliate links, which you can find in the write-up for any of the episodes at bemovingforward.com. Well, Greg, uh, I also want to know, is there anyone that you've personally connected with in your life that has been a great influence in finding your passion? There are several actors. They've just been there to encourage me. There's one particular one in L.A. right now that I've actually casted on this show, (laughs) my upcoming show, that um, just talking with them just keeps it real. Yeah, I think that's (laughs) really important. Uh, especially if you're in the entertainment industry, it's it's really hard to do. But keeping it real, I think, is just a an important guide for keeping your vision intact and also keeping your relationships really authentic. So I think that's really really awesome. And um, a, a friend of yours, um, Julian and Irons, mm-hmm. I had spoken with her several years ago about working on a project, and she was like really the first person to critique my older stuff. I mean, I knew it was low budget and I was green and stuff. 
And she critiqued it. It wasn't a very positive review, but she wasn't mean about it or anything. And the truth, that was like really the first time I ever took criticism like that and just took it. Like, okay, I understand where she's coming from. It makes no problem. I mean, it's no problem. And I actually learned from it. Wow. You know, most people who take criticism and get upset, offended, don't want to talk to the person no more, that type of thing. But I was like, I really appreciated her honesty in that. Yeah. Well, Julianne is a huge influence to so many people. She's been a big influence in my life. And I think that's really important. It's not easy to do when you're starting out and you're really trying to build your life's work. And sometimes hearing that feedback can be really tough, but just being open about it and embracing it, I think is a huge, huge takeaway and something that can really help you make that quantum leap from where you are to where you want to be. So I think that's really cool. Greg, I've already touched upon this and you've talked a lot about this in your interview, but I want to ask again, what advice do you have for someone who is struggling to find their passion in life? Is maybe uh, on that journey, that road in life, and they're not sure what they want to do? Maybe a job that they're not so passionate about, a career that they're not passionate about, and they know that there's more to life than what they're doing in their nine to five. My advice, if they're struggling to find their passion first, is to maybe step back. Hmm. Don't think about anything. Just step back and let it come to you, so to speak. Because the way I view true passion is true passion will never leave you. It will always come back to you. So whatever you're passionate, if you're passionate about photography, you always find yourself thinking about doing that. Yeah. If you're passionate about architecture, you'll find yourself always thinking about that. If it's like me, film, animation, you always find yourself thinking about it, coming up with ideas to do this and that within that field. So, I mean, for those, I mean, there's a lot of people out there who are not sure. I mean, I've talked to some. Some people have actually come to me, ask me to be a mentor, which is a huge honor. <laughs> but I just give them advice like okay just step back see if this is what you really want to do don't try not to think about it for a week if it keeps coming back to you when you try not to think about it then that's your passion if you feel you can go on without doing it ever then i don't want to go i wouldn't think that's your passion i think that's great advice greg and as a mentor i think it's sometimes very important to hear that from someone who is guiding you. It seems like it's very intuitive. It seems very common sense, but I think it is something that a lot of people struggle with. And just hearing that reminder that your passion will not only find you, it'll grab hold and not let you go, I think is a really, really authentic piece of advice. I think be still take that time to step back. I think it's great advice and your passion will find you. I think that's really, really key. And I think a lot of our listeners will also take something from that. What is next for you? This TV project, Ladies of Bourbon Ave, which is actually progressing along quite nicely as far as I have a couple of investors interested. Congratulations. Which is huge. Can you share a little bit about what the premise of the show is? It deals with four women mm -hmm. in their day-to-day -day lives, but each one has kind of like a secret in their life that they've kept from each other. So when these secrets start coming out, it really changes the dynamics of their relationships and friendships. Wow, sounds really intriguing. So what is the best way that our listeners can connect with you? Urban 
hyphenanime.com. That's awesome. We will have that posted on our website. Any other way that our listeners can connect with you? If you go to the site, it will have like all my social media connections and all the email contact and the address to the new office location that I just got into. That's exciting for me. Congratulations. Because I've, I've been looking for a place and this kind of fell in my lap through another person because they had done something there, some auditions actually, for a project they wanted me to help shoot. And I went over there and I sat down talking to the guy. I was like, oh, this is absolutely perfect what i'm looking for that'll all be on the website that's great and i i'm open because when i started doing web series back in 05 06 the first thing i did was look at other web series and i would reach out and talk to other people i've always believed look if you're starting out you have questions you need to help them that's awesome pay it forward i love it yeah it is yeah pay it forward great takeaway And Greg, I want to thank you for sharing your journey today with our listeners. I think there are some huge knowledge bursts that you have shared in terms of finding your career passion. A couple of the ones that I just want to reiterate, your advice to step back. And when you step back, your passion is going to find you. And that's also true if you wake up with a lot of ideas. And I know a lot of people do. You wake up with so many ideas running through your mind, but it's the ones that will stick and bother you. Those are the ones that you really want to explore. I love that. I love also the advice, the simple advice of just do it. Don't let anything hold you back. And sometimes the experience that you need may come from an avenue that you may not have thought of. To be a filmmaker, you learned by volunteering at your church group so that there are many different ways you can get the experience that you need to develop your passion. And finally, I love the big takeaway. Just talk to people, be proactive, approach people people who are doing it, people that you're interested in working with. And you literally, you've walked up to people on the street and said, would you be interested in working in this project? And it has led to some extraordinary connections for you. So Greg, three huge knowledge bursts, which I'm sure our listeners will take and hopefully use in their lives. Mr. Greg Day, Urban Anime. I'm excited to see all of the great things that uh, you'll be producing in the coming months. Thank you for having me. It's been a great pleasure talking with you. And this has been Moving Forward. We will be back next week with another episode. Have a great week, everyone. Now it's time for you to move forward and discover the extraordinary in you. Moving Forward is produced by John Lim and BeMovingForward.com. All rights reserved.